All right, another quick one from me this week. We've been on this kind of quick thing and the replays for a while. The summer's coming to an end, and so we're going to get back to a normal schedule of publishing blog content. And that means that there'll be longer, more structured episodes of this show as well coming soon. But indulge me here. I get to see the metrics of dozens of high-growth SaaS companies every single month. My job is literally to look at SaaS companies and say, well, how do we grow that? That's the title, Head of Growth. Most people are prone to say, well, hey, why don't we test this new channel? Or like, why don't we run this new campaign? The three biggest unlocks for 99% of SaaS companies who are post-product market fit and have customers and have revenue. So we only talk to really 1 million plus ARR, all the way up to like 100 million sometimes, more like 50 to 60 million ARR. The three biggest unlocks for 99% of those companies are one, changing the fundamental economics of the company, two, positioning, and three, messaging, right? So I'm going to talk a little bit now about each of those. So a couple of weeks ago, I read a SaaS company in a fierce market, like honestly, one of the worst markets you can be in. I can't can't talk about who. Let me just say this. It's a name of a company that you almost definitely would know and you probably have used if you're a technical person. And they were talking about their unit economics, right? So they shared this. Average revenue per customer in the quarter was $65.87. And that's an increase of 29% over the fourth quarter of 2020. So year on year. When you hear that, it really sounds brilliant, right? If you were growing 29% in terms of average revenue per customer in a year, then great. Listen to this next line that they then shared. So total customers grew to 609,000 with 99,000 customers paying more than $50 per month. Again, that sounds pretty great, but put it into context. This cohort represented 83% of total revenue, right? So that almost certainly means that they have 500,000 users who pay them between no dollars and $49 a month. 500,000 users. That is wild. And I mean, look, Realistically, how are you going to convert 500,000 users? You're probably not. But the biggest opportunity is not for this company to acquire more customers. It's to get them to sell their first dollar or boost the revenue that they're getting from that 500,000 customers. Now, it's super common, as I said, for a VP of marketing to look at the performance reports they're getting from their team and their agency and try to find ways to squeeze a couple of extra percentage points at the acquisition stage. But it's extremely rare for a SaaS to invest in activating, capitalizing, or expanding on users that they already have. That is the big opportunity for a heap of companies. It's not necessarily acquisition, although you should absolutely be doing that because these markets are competitive. It may also be that you're business would actually be changed drastically if you could only get more people to buy from you. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself here, like, hey, isn't this a podcast about marketing, but this guy's talking about like the growth function. That's a different function in the organization. Well, firstly, it's not always the case. But secondly, there's a reason that I'm talking about that. Post-acquisition doesn't have to be growth only. 
And now's a good time to talk about positioning. One of the reasons that SaaS companies end up with huge user bases full of in or under active users is that they're positioned incorrectly. So in the case that I just talked about, that's a mid-market product offering a business-critical cloud service. But everything that they do on their marketing says otherwise. They talk to people in the enterprise, and consequently, they're getting absolutely hammered in terms of revenue by competitors suited to that market segment better than they are. So big, big companies who have the ability to market to enterprise customers are just literally mopping up the business that this company wants. And it's not clear how they are meaningfully different from those competitors or why they're going for that market at all. And this isn't an edge case here. This is extremely common for SaaS companies. And maybe it's even you, right? Like it's hard to pick a market or a market segment and actually go for that. So to solve it, you should ask, what is the problem that I solve for a specific set of customers? And ultimately, who are that set of customers? How do I solve that problem? And what makes the way that I solve that problem different to all the other options available on the market? The answer to positioning problems is usually in the answer to those three simple questions. And if you want to deep dive on positioning, we have an episode of this podcast about the SaaS positioning canvas, which is a tool that we developed and use with all of our clients to improve their positioning. And it is incredibly effective. Finally, messaging. Now, messaging is a function of positioning. So if you have positioning, it's extremely likely that you also have a messaging problem too. If you have a positioning problem, you probably have a messaging problem too. Just to repeat that there. Most commonly, a company that has a messaging problem doesn't know, and this probably sounds obvious to you, but it's not, which messages to send out to the world through their marketing. And I'm not talking about, you know, emails or in-app messages. I'm talking about philosophically brand-wise messages. We are for this person and we do this and here is why we're different, right? That's messaging. Now that impacts your ability to build a high converting website, to create a content strategy that builds pipeline and revenue, to run effective paid marketing campaigns, and even to get the right people into your orbit. So look, it is easy to say that testing a new channel or a new campaign is the answer to your growth problem. And frankly, you know, I'm incentivized to say that it's part of the problem mix, but there is frequently a more fundamental problem that you have to solve. And it's something that I see with a heap of our customers when they first join. You need to improve the unit economics, the positioning, and the messaging, because that's a fundamental layer of marketing. Now, when you get the fundamentals, the ROI on well-calibrated action at that level is often a hundredfold what the ROI on a new channel or a new campaign is. We'll be back with actual long episodes that are very structured soon, but for now, I'm going to leave it there. Now, if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our assessment page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at 
I am Mark Thomas, that's Mark with a C, or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, and connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.